0: Welcome to the Authentic Life Podcast. I am your host, Selena Bournes, founder of the Authentic Life Academy. Each week, we provide you with strategies, tips, and encouragement about pursuing life's passions, embodying the confident version of yourself, and overcoming obstacles to living authentically so you can attract success and be the boss in all areas of your life. Welcome, everyone, to the Authentic Life Podcast. Today, our guest is Tammy Jolivet. Tammy is a seasoned cosmetologist and educator. Her journey includes self-discovery and self-love, which resulted in her becoming the CEO and founder of Love My Curly Hair. Tammy provides education tools, coaching, and a community to women on their natural curly hair journey. Hi, Tammy, how are you doing today? Awesome, how are you? I'm doing great, doing great. So can you tell us about your self-discovery and self-love journey that helped you birth Love My Curly Hair? And then also what obstacles did you have to overcome?
1: Okay, um, when I look at the self uh, journey, you know, been a hairstylist for over 20 years and started uh, maybe in the last 15 years, as far as natural curly hair and I'd been doing providing that service to my clients and one of my clients pointed out that my hair wasn't natural and I was like okay well you know I don't want to wear my hair like that you know but I decided you know how can I represent you know the whole natural hair journey you know here I am doing it, doing it and then I don't have it so I decided to take it on. And uh, mind you, my hair was natural, but I was always flat ironing it, right? And so one day I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna I'm go full out. I'm gonna do it, this. And when I started experiencing the mental aspect of wearing my hair, I noticed how much I didn't want to. Like I liked it so much straight be- straight better. I like that better. And then just knowing how to do my hair. You know, I know how to do everybody else's hair, yeah. But my own? that was something else <laughs> and um, I was really I to say tough on my clients because you know this is a routine I'm telling them to do but I had never tried it for myself and let wow. me tell you when I had to do it for myself I said oh my gosh I felt their pain I felt <laughs> everything that they were going through and the point that really got me was the psychological aspect when the mental part, when I'm sitting here and looking at myself in the mirror, and I'm not really accepting of my look. In fact, when I would wear it, I try to flatten my hair down, you know, put a whole bunch of products so it lay down. Right. You know, curly, curly hair is exactly curly hair. Loves to be expressed. It loves to be big, baby. It got. It has to be big, you know. <laughs> and I'm sitting here putting it and then I had my co-workers you know other hairstyles they're like girl why don't you wear it big I'm like mind your business I you know in my head the best way that I can <laughs> and uh, when I started noticing the mental part then I knew um, I had something there and uh, really that even inspired me on my research for my PhD for um, as it relates to the stigma of curly hair my dissertation I'm working on right now is African-American women's perception the, of self-perception and wearing their natural curly hair because right, right. I started seeing how I perceived myself I didn't feel like what I had was beautiful
0: I know exactly what I know exactly what you mean because you know in our right. community um, you know the way you wear your hair can be scrutinized beyond belief I mean you know like from a child so many of us, you you had natural curly hair and you flat ironed it. You know, of course, we're all born with, especially African-American women, mostly have born with that, our natural curls. And for me, I remember from a little child on up to my adulthood, getting my hair relaxed on a regular basis. And I decided yeah. to do what we call the big chop, you know, which is cutting all your hair. Perm hair off and wearing your your natural curl pattern for those listeners who don't know what the big chop is um, and I received so many unsolicited comments about what's going out of my own head, you know from from close family mm. and friends even to the point where I had one family member even tell me that I look like buckwheat, now I know I'm telling my age with that reference <laughs> and telling my age, telling the age of the person who said it as well, you know buckwheat and the little rascals And it was a moment in my life that that caused me to really do a lot of self-reflection and go on that self-love journey, you know, like you talked about, as far as embracing your natural hair and um, falling in love with it. That helps you just develop Mm -hmm. such confidence in yourself. So you answered my next question. I I wanted to know if you've always worn your hair in its natural curly state. And, and you said, no, you have not because you enjoyed the look and not only just the look, but the, the ease of, of taking care of it when it was straight, right?
1: Yes, it's so much easier. It was so much easier. Less I had at least, but the, here's the thing. The, the thing is that it, it seemed like it was easier because it was something I knew how to do. Now, when you're wearing your... Now that I do my hair, wear it curly, it's so much easier than wearing it straight because I... Selena, I can go outside and it'd be foggy. It could be (laughs) raining. And I'm good to go. But if I had to (laughs) flat iron my hair, oh my gosh, the the whole drama of making sure it stays straight for wherever I had to go, the trauma, you know? (laughs) So in on honesty I believe it's more of it being easier to be straight because it's just something we know
0: right exactly well let me ask you this question what has the texture of your hair taught you about being authentic um it's really about embracing
1: all of me you know, and it's funny because you say the texture of my hair, but I'm reflecting on it when I sometimes touch my curl patterns. Ooh, so it's like this the sensation of a relaxation and it's, it's like the uniqueness of my hair. It makes me feel so good. You know, it's something about knowing that I have this uniqueness that no one else has
0: that boosts my level of confidence like no end. I know exactly what you mean because I can tell you since the years I did the big chop, I've had I've had the um, transition period of wearing the wigs and getting the weave. And, and when I made the decision to to do the sister locks, again, the comments came. And it was like, really? You know, but I, the difference was I was at a point in my life where um, I didn't care what other people's opinions Meant. You know, their opinions didn't matter, you know, because it's my hair. It's growing out of my head and I feel like I can do what I want with it. And mm. it comes to, the, to speak of that that level of confidence that you were talking about. For sure. For sure. So can you please explain why a woman who decides to wear her hair kinky, coily, curly or wavy needs support with self-confidence and self-love?
1: And thank you for asking it's really the stigma around curly hair, because in society, curly hair is not looked as or looked upon as something beautiful. Um, based even on my research, society has looked at the European culture of straight hair as something beautiful, and so considering the stigma of curly hair, which I address a lot about looking at what's considered beautiful, if your hair is not straight, then that would imply that curly hair is, I mean, ugly, right? Right. And the uniqueness of that, I want to also throw something in is 70% of women have curly curly hair. So the uniqueness of that is like to accept that, To even think that your hair, a person's hair who is curly, is to be beautiful, is going against what we consider normal. And then when I reflect on the conversations that I have with my clients, that was the bigger picture of it all. Because it's one thing for myself to be experiencing, you know... What I was experiencing, but to see my clients who were wanting to go natural, but they were so afraid. Right. And this is our hair.
0: Right.
1: This is who we. I mean, this is part of who we are. Exactly. It's it's a a thing that the mental part, how it connects to the heart, you know, and um, seeing what these women go through and what I went through that I can really relate, you know. And I know that the process is not easy. I mean, kudos to you for your big chop. you know. I did the big chop the very first time I did the big chop, I hated it. Selena, I cried, okay, and this is before I start really doing all really? the natural curly hair thing. Yes, the lady I went to she chopped it off didn't know what didn't know what to do, didn't tell me what to do, and I didn't know what
0: to do and i that's horrible. Who would think that cutting your hair or wearing it natural will cause so much emotional stress? People don't realize that it does.
1: <laughs> thing is, it's a point where we're not educated on the psychological aspect of it. I feel even to a point it's hidden because when I started to take on wearing my natural hair, there was mental things that I had to deal with with myself and wearing it. And then when I would talk with my clients, it was, they had so much fear in their eyes about wearing their natural hair. It, it was like, like, you can do this. I said, no, I don't know if I can. Because the education that was missing the support that was missing, just as you stated with your family, and you know, people experience the, the questioning and the judgment of wearing their natural hair is already considered not beautiful, but then now they're willing to take that on and they're not having the support of wearing their natural hair. And it's funny, because the more I express wearing your natural hair, it sounds like, duh, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's not and because in society it's not looked on as beautiful to be unique to be different that is the authentic self right? I mean yeah and so women are taken on to be the authentic self and they need support around that and some people don't even know and the only reason why I can speak on it however is because I've seen my clients go
0: through it And I went through it myself. Right. Yeah. And you know, what I found too is sometimes a lot of that hesitancy and fear around wearing your natural hair and wondering what other people would think or how other people would react can be Mm self-inflicted because I remember... When I first, you know, did my big job, uh, the stylist who did mine, she told me a story about this lady who for months, the lady had come to her and she had cut all her hair off. But for months after, she always wore a scarf or she wore a wig Mm -hmm. because she was afraid for her husband to see her hair in that state. She made the decision to cut it, but she was afraid to let him see it because she was afraid of his reaction. And um, one day, she didn't do it and he saw it and he told her he thought she was beautiful. Oh, So, you know, that's what I said. Sometimes it can be you know, self-inflicted and and by you doing what you do with women as far as teaching them that self-love component and uh, that confidence component you know, she, she would not have never had to go through that. You know, she would have stepped out with, look, it's my hair, love it or leave it. You know, it's, it's not yours, it's mine, it's gonna grow back. That's what I told my husband, get over it. It's going to go back.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> now, one of my definitions. Oh, you know what? Before I get to that one, this is another question that I wanted to ask you. In your business, do you get requests from women of all ethnicities that need guidance dealing with the stigma of their curly hair? And thank you for asking. Yes.
1: Yes. And the funny thing is, you know, I tell people curly hair has no color. And I don't mean like a color color. It just has no color. Um, There's so many curl patterns. There's no, how to say, it's not a race thing with curly hair because all nationality, all cultures have this stigma that curly hair is not beautiful. And so I have an array of coily, kinky, wavy, curly clients that come in and they're like, they're wanting to embrace it and don't know what to do. Or they do do something, but realize something's not working. I have one client, uh, she's from Louisiana, she's a Caucasian client. Her hair is slightly wavy, but she brought her daughter in. Because Mm -hmm. her daughter, uh, she's Caucasian as well, but she has curly hair. But the whole time, she would brush her hair because her dad would tell her brush it because it was just looking all frizzy and big. And the whole the whole thing was her hair was curly. You can't brush wow. curly hair cause what happens with curly hair? It gets bigger it gets bigger it gets bigger. And this is a young fourteen year old girl, you know, wow. n- just hating her hair because nobody knows how to do it. And then wow. a referral came in, and she came to see me, and oh my gosh, her eyes lit up. Her heart was just full of joy. You can see it from the inside out.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yes. And it was a beautiful thing. And then I have even, you know, little girls who are African American and the parents still don't know how to do their hair. And right. I always warn the uh the parents when the little girls after I do their hair, well before I, I complete it, I said, Let me tell you, watch out for her neck. And they look at me all weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> oh my gosh, the attitude and the looking in the mirror, they don't even know what to do with themselves. They just, you know, they just, oh yes, ooh, you know. And um it's a beautiful thing and our culture now, the youth are embracing that. And so that's why I really focus on women because you know, women are the ones who nurture. When you know, women are the ones who are guiding the children, right? And so if I'm right. able to help a mother on her journey, then she's able to help right. her daughter, you know?
0: Exactly. Yeah. It breaks that, what we call generational curse. For sure. For sure. I love that. I love that. And I think that's very insightful that, you know, how you say it doesn't matter the ethnicity. Right. Um, they have issues with their curly hair. And you, I wouldn't think that that would be the case mm-hmm. for the most part. For sure. That's that's. A, Now, one of my definitions of living an authentic life is having the courage to be imperfect and vulnerable while believing wholeheartedly that you are worthy of love and acceptance just as you are. And I think that that's something that you are doing a great job with your clients in in teaching them that. But I'm excited to hear your perception of what an authentic life means to you and what tips can you provide our listeners on how to get there?
1: Um, When I think about authentic life, I think about the first thing that comes to mind is self-awareness. And in the self-awareness is knowing who you are from the inside out. And I have to honestly say curly hair, believe it or not, has brought that to me. Because it was something that I could see who I am. You know, I'm I, I'm present to the uh, the song "I'm Not My My Hair," but however, I yeah. <laughs> I love that song.
0: Hey, I am not my hair. Yeah, yeah. that's um, what's her name? Ah, Indie re. yes, I love that. And actually, that was the song I had on repeat mm-hmm. when I first did my big job. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs>
1: and uh, you know, it's and that's that like that self awareness brings a level of self-love, even self-confidence. And so that's that authentic self. So when I, let me tell you, when I would go out before with wearing my hair straight, I worried about even if it was in the right place or not, or how I looked, right? But now that I wear my hair curly, big, oh, just beautiful, when I step out, I'm gonna tell you, you know, as a woman, men typically look at the butt, the breasts, all the body parts, right? But when I go on now, they're looking at my hair. They're just
0: like. <laughs> Let me tell you. I don't know if it's so much your hair, but I think it's the confidence, that aura that you're putting out there. Yes. It's that self Yes. And,
1: and that's that love. That's why I say I love my curly I tell people I love my hair. I love right. my curly hair. And that level of confidence exudes from me. And my right. my big, beautiful, curly hair, I just have so much confidence. And, you know, people are like, I love your hair. I love your hair. I mean, I know I love my hair. But I'm thankful that, you know, you want to take the time to tell me you love my hair, <laughs> too. You know? I'm glad you love it, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, that's where that really, the self-love came in. You know, the self-love and the self-confidence. And then it happened to be so self-expressed. You know, I, now when I even get my outfits, it's like, okay, how does it match my hair? You know, how you know how I'm, how I'm going to do this? Because my love of self-expression is so loud. It's so loving. And it's so pure. And it's so unique because it comes from me. And awesome. It, yes. And so just the authenticness, oh, I'm all over it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it thank you and that's the reason why I decided to take all of my curly hair because I want it for other women and I noticed that they want it too you know I think about yes and I think about even one of my clients she came in and uh, she said you know I want to do the I want to do a big chop now, because of my past experience of the big chop, I don't highly recommend the big chop, mind you. Really? <laughs> because there's ways you can go through the process of trimming as the hair grows before doing the big chop. Now, it's up to each individual. But now, I know my client very well to know. I'm like, no, we're not about to do the big chop on you. She says, are you sure? <laughs> I said, I'm so sure I know you too well. And so, <laughs> And so she didn't do the big chop and she did a, a, a lot, a cut a lot of it off. However, she's able to wear it because the thing is being able to at least put in some type of ponytail, you know, and she was happy to do that. And so just this is a perfect time the quarantine and, and, you know, all the thing that's going on that sh- she can grow it out even more and more and to really start seeing how she feels about her hair, just different things like that that I felt like the big chop would be a little bit too traumatic for her that she wouldn't know how to deal with it.
0: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I love that. Um, okay, well, will you please at this time let our listeners know how they can reach you and tell us about the services that you offer. Um,
1: you can reach me on my website, www.lovemycurlyhair.com. Uh, You can find information also off my Instagram page of LoveMyCurlyHair.co. That's LoveMyCurlyHair.co. And the services that I offer is uh, an analysis on a woman's curl pattern and also um, consultation in regards to their curl patterns, what to do, and coaching around their curly hair journey.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tammy, for sharing your passion with us. I'm so glad that I have had an opportunity to speak with you about this. Um, I think it's, again, I think it's amazing the services that you provide and what you do.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, Anytime that I get to share and make a difference in people's lives, I take on that opportunity. And thank you so much for this opportunity to share And um, asking me the questions that make, I feel like can make a difference in people's lives, especially women.
0: Thank you so very much for listening. And if you enjoyed the Authentic Life podcast, please subscribe. To learn more about how you can be a part of our Authentic Life community, find us on Facebook at Ladies Circle of Success. I'm your host, Selena Bournes. And as always, remember to live your best life authentic life because no one can do it better than you.